I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every. Know the Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined the Breakfast Club. Say something, mother. I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yeah, yeah, this is uh, Phil from Dayton. Phil, Phil from Dayton. What's up, Phil from Dayton? How is this there? Yeah, I was calling in agreeing with y'all. How y'all doing this morning first off? Everybody all right? Blessed, black, and highly favored, King. That's what's up. Man, I was calling because actually on this note, I heard you talking about the bear. Oh, boy. Took me back a few years ago. <laughs> I tried to oh buy God. a bear out here. They were letting them go for $600, man. My wife looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> what? The same market that you did, bro. What kind you of bears? Black bears? I, I can't yeah, believe this conversation. And, and were they trained or you had to get one. them trained? You get one free. Man, he started out buying it as a cub, but the guy will work with you to train him. But he had it in the back seat like a baby, drinking out of his own bottle. Yeah, and everything. I've seen that. No, no, no. I've seen. I've seen that on YouTube. I've seen the babies drinking out of bottles. Y'all oh are bugging. Goodness. If y'all wouldn't want y'all a well-trained bear, bro, get I got out of a bear here. Plus, if you want one. Bro, I got a bear. Nobody gonna play with you with a bear. I got a bear for you if you want one, bro. That, yo, that even looks harder in your yard. Beware oh the bear goodness. instead of beware the and dog. Plus, plus, if you've seen Bad yeah. Trip, you could get it in like that. Like what? You did with the... I mean, all, every silver lining has a cloud, though, ye. I mean, what? Every silver lining has a cloud. No, I think it's every. Every cloud, cloud has, has a, a silver, silver lining. lining. I know what you meant. I guess. I guess. I guess it could be the other way around too, though. That's just. Yeah, I guess every silver. The whole bear conversation. Every silver lining could have a cloud as well. You're right. It's all about perspective. Please, it's going to end up wrong. I like to focus on the positive. I'm with you, brother. Appreciate you, King. So conversations, null and void. Goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, Evie? Good morning, Charlemagne. Come on, Angela. Peace, Rick. What up, Rick? Get it off your chest. I was thinking, how is Charlemagne like roommate shaming people and he slept on his couch? I wasn't roommate shaming. I think y'all missed the yeah, whole point were. of the. No, Definitely I think was. y'all missed the point of the conversation. We said a thirty-plus-year-old grown man with another thirty-plus-year-old grown man. That was the conversation. Some people are late bloomers. Maybe you're thirty, you're a late bloomer. I agree with you. Or, or maybe you're Yo. saving to buy a house. Exactly. I agree with you, but you got to have more than one bathroom, bro. You can't. <laughs> that's all I was saying. Well, I agree with that too. That's all I was saying. I don't think there's anything wrong with a grown man being with another grown man if it's a means to an end. But you got to have more than one bathroom. You can't have the same, your cheeks touching the same toilet. I, I hear you. I hear you. Angela, for late bloomers, right? Speaking mm-hmm. of, there's a, there's, a, um, there's a documentary on Tina Turner. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I started it. Yes. Oh, I love Tina Turner. You know, that was my mom's favorite artist when I was growing up. I love Tina Turner too. Her, her documentary of her starting, her, really like starting her career over in her early forties. That's mm-hmm. a really inspiring thing for late bloomers. I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday that's in their thirties and they really don't know where they want to go with their life and their career. And I recommended that they watch that because it's really inspiring. You know, to figure out. Yeah, it's really. It was really dope because she had to leave Ike Turner and then people kind of blackballed her a little bit and then yeah, they were acting they, like she couldn't do. And, you know, it, it kept coming up all the time. And it, it's come up so many times over the years. But she was able to turn her life around and be the person that we know today. And it was all in her late 40s. So, shout out to the late bloomers. All right, I mean, brother. Yes. Up for a little bit and share a bathroom. 
But it's a means to an end, though. It's not a permanent situation. It's a means to an end. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Edgar. Hey, Edgar. Get hey, Edgar. Hey, uh, I'm calling right here from LA. This is actually the first time I, I tried calling. It's crazy that I made it. I love you guys. Thank you, Edgar. Love you back. So uh, I just wanted to say, like, what do, you, what do you guys think about all the street vendors getting attacked in LA and stuff like that? It's really sad. All the street vendors? I mean, I nobody should just be getting randomly attacked. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, what do you? I, why, why, why do people ask that question? Like, somebody's gonna say, "I think it's a great thing that street vendors are getting attacked." Like, it's horrible. No, nah, well, I, I just moved to Manchester. I haven't really heard you guys talk about it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm from here. I'm an Hispanic myself, so I just I haven't seen like a lot of light. A lot of people talk about that stuff. You know, you guys are very influential. Yeah, I've only seen one though. I saw one uh, one last year. I saw, but I but I you know I follow Letty Martinez, so I saw Letty post about it. I saw her post about uh, it was an older woman getting a, she got attacked last year, right? Yeah, there's been a bunch. There's a lot of Mexican street vendors being attacked. Randomly. Really, it's been a very consistent thing. Wow. Where's this at? Where's this at? Where yeah. they getting attacked at? L.A. L.A. Yeah, L.A. Mostly L.A. You know, Orange County area. Well, yeah, that's horrible. And, you know, somebody needs to, 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 to hold that down. I hope I want them street vendors to be able to protect themselves. All they need is a hammer. Y'all can't carry in California, right? No. No, they can't. I mean, I, I've been seeing some, like, there's a couple pages of Mexican pages that supposedly, you know, you got these guys walking around with the street vendors and stuff like that. But, I mean, that doesn't really do anything. You know, I, I would just, like people of power to talk about it or something, you know? Yeah, and what do they get out of that? It's not like street vendors got a whole bunch of money on them. Man, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's violence. Well, Racism. I, I hope the next person that runs up on a street vendor, especially an older person, old lady, old man, gets shot. <laughs> well, man, I just want to say, though, I really appreciate you guys. You guys really getting me through thank my you. long nights and work. I'm actually at work right now. You guys motivate me. You can envy. You're really cool. All that, man. It's crazy, man. You guys really want to fire me. Well, thank you so much, oh, man. We're going to be out in L.A. soon, too. So have a good weekend, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, y'all. What's going on? NBS Nick G from Michigan, man. What's up, Nick, Nick G? What's chest? happening, King? Man, man, look, I had a serious debate with my friends in my group chat yesterday. I don't know how to word this right for the radio, but they said I'm lame because I have never received oral from the back. You never received oral from the back? How old are you, first of all? I'm 33. Hold on, you saying that you never got your buddy toss salad? No, no. No, he no, no, he's no, no. from the back. From the back. Yeah. yeah. It might be that you might just be small. No, 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 no. <laughs> my thing is this, though. My thing is this. The positioning of it. Like, why would you do that? Toot that thing up, mommy. Make it roll. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey. hey. I, I told my boy, I'm like, bro, no, that's not something... Like, from the side, from the front, yeah. From the I, front, from the start? back, to the side. I'm just curious. How did that conversation start? Did one of your guys say, hey, who's been on their knees before? Like, how did that no, conversation happen? No, no how, how it started, how it started was, the homie said, y'all won't believe what happened last night. Oh, that's how I used the so, stars. Exactly, and that's how we started. We like, man, you wildin', bro. You, you tripping, bro. I think y'all, I, like, I, I want y'all to be more sexually liberated, man. Y'all care too much about what, first of all, if you in, <laughs> if you're in the bedroom, right, and you with yeah. a woman, and a woman asks to do that, or and you're man. thinking about what your boys think, that within itself is weird. Yeah, that's Why are you thinking weird. about your boys in that situation? Uh, no, 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 I don't think 
anybody was thinking about their voice. I think after the fact, he was surprised that it happened. So he, we, man, we've been growing. We've been friends since we were in the sixth grade. Like we tell each other everything. So True. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's just weird to me, man. It's just, it's just something. But let's keep it real. You thinking about it because he said it was amazing. Nah, he thinking, thinking about, about it. it a little bit. He is thinking about it. Look, let me say that to my wife and see how that work out. What, yeah, suck my d- from the back? It. That's actually disrespectful. A lot of dudes do that when they're really trying to disrespect somebody. Suck my d- from the back. Exactly. Why is that disrespectful? Man, have a good day, man. Blessings to you. <laughs> but yeah, listen, in the bedroom, do what makes you feel comfortable. If you don't feel comfortable doing it, don't do it. Hello, who's this? It's all right. This is Bogue BX. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. All right, what I have to say is, I, it's more or less like I have a question. Like, my thing is, like, for, honestly, for our people, what are we going to do? We keep asking a question about, like, oh, we, we're, like we're begging these people to help us. They're not going to help us. We're begging our enemy to help us. So True. I'm trying to figure out, the question is, to our black people, it, it's, it's like, we're starting to look ridiculous to me. What are we going to do? These people, when they get upset, they storm Capitol buildings, federal buildings, and commit murder when they don't get their way. Imagine if we were killing their kids. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's like, as black people, we have to stop. It's like, we, I swear, it makes me want to say I'm starting to hate our own people because we're like masochists. Why are we scared to, to defend ourselves? We're not wrong. Like, so why are we, we're we going to keep going through this because this is a racist country. We have a racist government who are out to destroy us. If we're not like them, they want to get rid of us. So are we going to be it. like, we're going to be sitting back and letting them kill us. I feel like if, if I go forbid, if a cop is going to take me out, I want to go out fighting. Let me go out with a chance. Don't just kill me with my hands up in the air. And that's what they do to us. So we know this. What are we going to do? Let's stop asking them. Joe Biden don't care about us. Kamala Harris don't care about us. They weren't about immigrants. They weren't about the Asians right now. They get a bill. Like this guy, Dr. Umar said, they got a bill passed that fast for them. And they're not getting killed. They're getting assaulted. We're getting killed and we can't get nothing passed for us. So let's stop asking them what are they going to do? What are we going to do to make them stop? And if it's not an eye for now, they're never going to stop. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm focused on trying to get policy passed, man. I'm focused on trying to get the laws passed. You know, when you got laws like police officers can use fatal force whenever they feel threatened or whenever they feel like you're a threat to somebody else, just based off what they feel, that's that's going that's going to always be 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 an issue. And they can always legally, you know, justify murdering us. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. That's right. The Wall Street Trapper. What up, brother? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Family, how everybody doing? Blessed right. black and highly favored, That's man. That's a fact. Now, now, for people who don't know who the Wall Street Trapper is. You might have heard him on the Earn Your Leisure podcast. Earn Your Leisure podcast. Shout out to my I think I missed you. Was you? I missed you that week, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, um, I go back home a lot, so I had went back to New Orleans to be with my daughter when you came. Yeah, yeah, I missed definitely you that week. Definitely talked to Matt about um, talking to you about that, though, definitely. Yeah, so let's... Been on 85 South Show. Shout mm-hmm. out to um, Carlos and the crew, man. That's right. I appreciate those guys, DC, man. Chico, Chad, yeah, what's yeah, happening? Yeah, 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 So real. let's break down why you the Wall Street trapper. Well, man, first and foremost, let me say this, man. Charlotte, man, I want to tell you, man, I appreciate you, brother. You the first black man I ever heard talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. And um, just coming from where I'm from in New Orleans, man, you know, I saw my mom's get shot when I was nine. Um, I wound up going to prison at 16 for shooting a man. And just being in the hood, coming up in the streets, man, you, you never know how how trauma affects you. Mm-hmm. So I really got a therapist now, man. Wow. So I, 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 
I want to tell you, man, I appreciate you for that. Love, King. For real, I appreciate Love. you for that. Um, yeah, just a Wall Street trapper, man. Grew up in New Orleans, man. Saw my moms get shot, went to prison, all that stuff. Um, my story ain't no different to many other people, but just in prison, I got introduced to stocks. A uh, white guy told me this. I had just had a fight with two of my so-called friends, man. Um, and he had a look of frustration on his face, right? And he was just like, man, y'all playing the wrong game. And in my mind, I'm like, how are we playing the wrong game? You in here with me. Word. <laughs> but he told me some profound stuff, man. He said, so in, I had a red band on. So in New Orleans, a red band means attempt murder, murder on robber, call Jack, and violent offense. Mm -hmm. And he had a red and white band on, which means he was going to the feds. And he was like, I can almost promise you you're in here for something less than $100,000. And I was like, for sure. And he was like, well, I embezzled $2.8 million from my company pay restitution to 800000 I still kept $2 million. I'm only doing 18 months. He was like, how much time you have? I was 16 at the time. I had 10 wow. years. Mm. He was like, now you understand. I was like, man, you lying, man. You ain't got that much money. One thing about being in prison, you always have your paperwork with you. So he mm -hmm. showed me his paperwork. I see it in black and white. He's showing me the places he's been to, and I'm like, yo, I need to play that game. Like, what is that? And he was just like, listen, one of the first things you got to stop doing is, like, stop trading your time for money. Start learning to make your money work for you. Mm -hmm. And then he tells me wealthy people invest in stocks, they start a business, and then they buy real estate. You do those three things, your life will change. Mm -hmm. So the rest of my 10 years, I dedicated myself to like, yo, I just got to learn how to play it. Started dedicating myself to reading, and I was like, damn, like, this this different. I see a bunch of white men making a whole lot of money. Mm -hmm. Like, why have I never been taught this? Like, why are we never taught this? Mm -hmm. And just coming back home from prison, um, Mike Tyson said the best, man. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. face. Right? So I got back home. I got this idea. I see it. But how do I get money? Mm -hmm. Like, I get back in the streets. That's what I know how to do. My grandma went to the feds. My mom like, this is what I know how to do. This is my environment. Mm -hmm. No matter what I know, I got to get money. So I get back in the streets, man. And just in that whole process, I'm like, all right, cool, this is what it is. My mind, I'ma just use my hustle money to invest in the stock market. Like this, how I'm thinking it's gonna work. Kinda didn't go that way. I catch another charge. Uh the Fed, uh the Narch kicked my doing, ten pounds a week, ten thousand dollars. Um, I was facing another thirty five years. That cost me sixty thousand dollars. So everything that I had invest I mean it worked for in the streets, I had done lost it again. Mm -hmm. So uh man, just God came to me one day and he was like, Man, you playing the wrong game. Like, and it just I had an epiphany, so I was like, all right, cool. So I still didn't get it, though, because I got back in the streets, but this time I couldn't hustle, so I started robbing, you know, hustlers. Like, that's the next best thing for me in my mind. Like, the streets is what I know how to do. Um, and then I just, like, all right, let me do something then. So I just started reading it again. I, I always was a smart dude. So I'm like, all right, let me just try it then. So I started really getting into it. Like, all right, yo, this makes sense. Like, damn, I see why they don't teach us this. This powerful. Like, 70% of everything that we use and consume with our money is on the stock market. Mm -hmm. And I started teaching my homies and I was like, all right, look, how do I make it realistic to them? How do I make them tap into it? Mm -hmm. Right? So I can't talk to everybody, but I can talk to street dudes. Like I can talk to them. So I'm like, yo, check this out. If you go do a bid, which is going to happen, what do you come home to? Mm -hmm. Like you got to get back in the streets. You got to get it out the mud again. So if you had money invested for you, when you come home, you got money. You don't got to ask nobody for no handout. Like, so let's start thinking bigger picture now. What happens if you get killed in the street? Because most of us either go to jail or we get killed. What do you leave your kids? 
Like, let's start making it make sense. So the goal for me was to never tell you get out the streets. It was to start saying, yo, let's start thinking about our family now. Like, let's start thinking about something bigger than us. And nobody never came to us like that. So that was my whole avenue. And so the Wall Street Trap was me just saying, let me turn the trap word into something positive mm -hmm. instead of always being about dope, instead of always being about hustling. And I knew my voice for who I was talking to. I never wanted to talk to nobody else. All right, we got more with the Wall Street Trapper. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the Wall Street Trapper. Charlamagne? M Mr. Trapper, what was the first amount of money you invested into the stock market, and what stock was it? Um, it's $10,000 I invested in Ford. Probably the worst investment I made in the beginning because... I was just going off of everybody got a Mustang. This before I learned the fundamentals, mm -hmm. um, and I realized that it was a bad company. I did that too. I brought you yeah. involved too. Yeah, I thought that it was a bad company. Mm -hmm. What'd um, you get me in? Under Armour. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I wanted to. I, I wanted to do Under Armour because in my head it was Steph Curry was endorsing it, and I, I was mm -hmm. like, everything Steph Curry's attached to, mm -hmm. I felt comfortable about at that time. But, it did good. I mean, for, it, could, it did good for a month. It could still, it it could still come back. It did good for a couple months, mm -hmm. and then. So I own a company called Lululemon. Now, when you say you own a company, you invest in a company, you call yourself ownership. No, nah, I'm an owner. Oh, you so, own, so, 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 so I'm glad you said that. Mm -hmm. When you buy stock in a business, you are part owner. That's right. At that point. Like, no BS. Well, I own Disney then. Yes, you are. Like, yes. I teach my, listen, I teach my daughter that. <laughs> yes. No, nah, no, nah, I teach my daughter that. I was like, Stank, you own 250 shares of Disney. She was like, Daddy, I, I own Mickey Mouse. I said, you damn right. Like, you get voting rights. Like they send you emails yep. like, yo, this is what it's called in a proxy statement. Mm -hmm. Yo, this is what we're doing. This is where we this is where we lost money at. This is how we plan on making money. Oh, and by the way, we declaring a fifty cent dividend that's to you. As an owner of stock, you are now entitled to a portion of the profit that that business makes. What makes you better is the more ownership you have, the more say so you have. Absolutely. You feel what I'm saying? As with anything. So I instead of Under Armour, like I bought Lululemon because I felt it was a better business. I bought Lululemon, but yeah, that worked out. That worked out for you. Yeah, but even so, out. like <laughs> like you do real estate envy. Like what people don't know is like you can get into real estate in the stock market, mm -hmm. right? Through what's yep. called real estate investment trust REITs, right? So just think about this: Walmart, Amazon, they're not in a real McDonald's. They're not in a real estate business, so say, but they can go to somebody and say, "Yo, I need a warehouse made a thousand feet by one thousand square feet." The people gonna come to them and say, "Okay, cool. We'll make the we'll build it for you, but you have to sign a lease with us, triple net lease, right?" And that's just simply saying, "I'll provide the building. You pay all the bills." Fifty year lease, right? So now, as an investor, I can say, "I own the company who where Amazon pays rent to. I own the company that Walmart pays rent to. Seven Eleven. I own a company called O Realty, right? They they pay dividends every month. They own Seven Eleven, Walgreens, Planet Fitness." Home Depot, so I own the people they pay rent to. So essentially, you can still get into real estate that way. Yep. What do you think you would be if you didn't go to jail? I tell people that's the most important part of my life. I would never take that ten years back. Like I did it. You can't. Time is our most important asset. But for me, that elevated my who I am as a man, who I am as a father to another level. Without prison, I, there is no Wall Street trap. One hundred percent. I asked that question because, like, I always say prisons aren't real correctional facilities. Hell no. But if there was actual teachers there mm -hmm. instead of the guy that you was, you know, that mm -hmm. was that was there doing a bid with you, somebody mm -hmm. that could actually 
plant seeds in you and say, mm-hmm. yo, Trapper, won't you come yeah. you know, do this stock exchange thing for real? Yeah. Like, go to classes while yeah. you're here. Yeah. You could come out a better human. But we need people like you that. Nah, that I'm really does trying to get can. back in prisons right now. Like, that's something, like, I'm heavy. I was talking to my guy, Andre Norman. I'm like, yo, I need to get back in the trap for mm-hmm. real. Like, I am my brother's keepers in a way. Mm-hmm. Because once I had a knowledge and I don't teach it to him, then I'm at fault, not him. Each one, teach one. You feel me? So All I started right. holding myself accountable for teaching my brother's stuff and so I had to relearn a whole bunch of stuff like my actions my ways mm-hmm. my demeanor me seeing another black man not looking at him like I got something against him but looking at him like what's good king how mm-hmm. you doing mm-hmm. like how can like let me let me defuse it early mm-hmm. that dialogue mm-hmm. it changed so now you're receptive to what I got to say that's why I love your story because it literally just shows all you got to do is pour in the brothers and sisters man like we just because you grew up in a certain environment we not set in our ways. Right. We just don't know any other ways. Learn behavior. That's it. It's learn behavior. Thank right. you for joining us, brother. Thank y'all, yes, brother. Sir. Thank y'all. Give man. me information, Instagram. Oh, for sure, man. Wall Street Trapper on Instagram is Wall underscore Street underscore Trapper. Um, and on YouTube is just Wall Street Trapper, man. Check me out. I drop a lot of information every day, all day on Instagram and YouTube. Um, so just just holler at me, man. Let's get it. Let's trap. Big trap. <laughs> All right. Well, it's The Breakfast Club. It's Wall Street Trapper. Appreciate y'all, man. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. The General Insurance understands that no one's perfect and we could all use a break every now and then. The General works with you to keep you covered and will always treat you with respect. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Do you remember this? It's that time. Bring it back. Check out the classic topic discussion. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about something that uh, our friend Little Duvall said. Now, Little Deacon Duvall, Duvall. What did Deacon Duvall say? Little Duvall said, how you a grown-ass man over 30 sharing a place with another grown-ass man? Wow. So we said that. We were talking behind the scenes, and uh, our friend, our board op over here... Uh, Dramos got a little upset. Dramos, are you in this situation? I well, first of all, I just bought my own house, my own C- property recently. Congratulations! Okay. Congratulations! But, uh, three months ago, yes, I was in that situation. And so, why? Why? Because y'all don't pay me enough up here. Okay, so you, <laughs> I, I understand that. I understand that. I understand that. Listen, I understand where Duval is coming from. I don't judge people. You know what I mean? Because as 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 Dramos said, sometimes it's the economic. Most of the time, it's the economic uh, situation. But when I see grown men sharing space with other grown men, I just assume they're gay or related. And I have no problem with it. Why is you know that the mean? assumption? I don't know. That's, you, I was thinking what I assume. Asses assume. That's why you shouldn't assume, right? Or was that any truth to any of those things he no, just said? No, it's not any damn truth. First of all, Goodness it's, gracious, it's expensive. Why would you, know, you save some money over here? I, I understand where Dramos is coming from. I have no problem with it. Uh, I, I like unity and group operation. As Dramos said, rent is expensive. But I will say, if two grown men are sharing one bathroom, you got to get your life together. Because if you're using the same toilet as a person, y'all a couple. Y'all a couple. Yeah, y'all a couple. Come on, bro. Your, your cheeks share the same cheek t- uh, toilet seat as another man? Yeah, y'all a little. Come on, bro. Hold on, Dramos. Did y'all have one bathroom or two bathrooms in the place? One bathroom. Whoa. How many toothbrushes? Whoa. Shut up, man. So hold on. So hold on. So what if you really had to go, right? Do a number two. But he just came off from doing a number two. So you walk right in and smell him. They flirting. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, flirting, see? If th- that gotta be the rule, if two grown men share space, it gotta be two bathrooms in the space. It got to be. Unless they don't want that. If you shut got, up, Jasmine. Oh, this is Jay Lee. Good morning, y'all. I wanted to say, 
whoever wants to be besties with their best friend when they come home from jail and they want to go to basketball summer league all summer, not taking care of their responsibilities, that's why men want to be roommates with other men. This sounds very personal. It does sound personal. What happened? What happened? Me and my soul, Charlamagne, my baby's dad was in feds for 15 years, promising me love the whole 15 years. He come home. Don't want to speak to his baby's mom. He wouldn't have survived without. Them kids wouldn't have survived without me. He wouldn't have come home and got his other girl's name tatted on his back. So I got to get somebody's diamond on my hand. What the hell? What? So listen, does he have a roommate? <laughs> <laughs> Are you... He's still in the halfway house, but he's trying to room up with his bestie when he get out the halfway house because he don't want to hand the responsibility. He used Coming to out of prison. Maybe he just used to having a celly, boo. That's all. Yeah, maybe he used to having a celly. A whole dude, go ahead. Okay. I don't want nothing to do with that. But if you promising me promises of love, I'm sending you money and all that. You gonna have to pay a price when you come home and then you try to front on me. Are you calling from Philadelphia? Yes. <laughs> Around that, yes. Yeah, I can hear, I can hear, I can hear the Philly in Goodness your tone. Gracious. I can hear the accent. Well, I'm sorry, Man, Mama. It's all good. I just wanted to see what Angela Yee thought if she thought Shady was going to scoop me or not, because I don't got to wait around for no what jailbird. She not here. She not here today, Mama. Well, I'm asking CNE, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> um, I think that you shouldn't force anybody to want to be with you. You know what I'm saying? And, right, and, right. I don't want to. I, I yeah, agree. I think Dramos is taking all the good men, so just be careful. And number. I think that if, he, if he's if he been in jail for the past 15 years and he wants to come <laughs> home and live with another man instead of you, says a lot. We're trying what to save his money, man. He's got a whole woman he can stay with. He can stay with you? You got a place he can stay with? Yeah, he got he got a place with me, but guess what? He tried to act brand new when he got out. Oh, okay. Then yeah, that's so weird. I don't know what it's with, Mama, but thank you for calling. Have a good day. All right. Geeks. Okay. I'm telling you, when he come home, you better check for that crack in the Liberty Bell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I'm telling you, <laughs> it just don't sound right. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Essence. Hey, hey Essence. Essence. <laughs> so, what what are your hey. thoughts on a grown ass man having a, a roommate, thirty years old? I think I was just dealing with somebody like that. He was 40. He refused to call them roommates because he knew that sh- he knew that was awful. He would call them housemates to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Did they even have a house? They were, I mean, they were renting rooms from someone, but like it was none of their house. I mean, and you have the nerve to move in with him. Like, dude, you don't even have your own place. Why would I give up my spot to go be roommates with your, no. That's right. You didn't no. give him none, did you? <laughs> no, I did. I shouldn't have though. See, where y'all, where y'all used to have sex at? In his room. I mean, he had a oh, room. Oh man, yeah. did, did he have a twin bed? No, it was a full size, probably. I think <laughs> you deserve better, man. What happened if you I had do. to go to the bathroom? Because you could go to the bathroom hard. and somebody could be in the bathroom already. You just gotta wait your turn. Yeah, that was awful. That's what I'm saying, man. You cannot Sorry, share the same bathroom. Yeah, Even if you're a grown-ass man, I got another grown-ass man as a roommate, y'all got to have more than one bathroom. Now, this is George. We have George on the line. George, you're 36 and you have a roommate now, right? I told him I had a roommate. Oh. When? About two years ago. Wow, you was 34 mm-hmm. years old. Anything else you want to add to this? Nah, man. I'm just here for the... <laughs> Did y'all have one bathroom? Yeah. Damn. So you used to share the same toilet as another man? Your cheeks touched the same cheeks as did? What's wrong with that, man? <laughs> I do. I right, do what Dave. to do. Dave. Nothing wrong with it. Judge I'm, you, just, I'm just telling you. We don't judge you. I'm just telling you that. that your DNA and his DNA is all over each other. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> How many bedrooms did y'all have? Two, brother. 
Anything else? <laughs> nah, man. I had, I had actually, well, I was engaged at the time. When you was engaged? Kids, matter of fact, let me leave it alone. Let me leave it alone. Why y'all not engaged no more? It didn't work out. Why? Got she got tired of coming over and having to share the bathroom <laughs> with two grown men? <laughs> not even, brother. It didn't work out. I hear you questioning your life right now, sir. <laughs> it's all good, brother. And you should, but at least you're not, at least you're not in that situation no you more. You stay strong, man. What's the moral to the story, man? The moral of the story is a scrub is a guy that thinks he's fine, but also known as a buster, okay? That's the that's the song that made me move out of my mama's house when I was in my 20s, all right? And at my brokest, when I was making $8 an hour at Hot 1039 in Columbia, South Carolina, I did not have a roommate. Yeah, but how nasty was your apartment? I didn't have any. All I had was a bed that my mama, thank God, let me bring up from Monk's Corner, South Carolina. I had a small TV on the floor, and that's it. That's even worse. I hey, said, that I, is not worse. Yeah. I'd rather have that than have share a bathroom with another man. How dare you. Okay? All right, we got more coming up next. Keep it locked. It's the best of The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. We got a special guest. He only come up here when he got something to promote. <laughs> Even though he could come up here anytime you know he wants to. But I use my friends he, he at do, the right time. His <laughs> name is Little Duval. What's up? I see you cutting off your grades nowadays. Yeah, no, nah, I had, yeah, I had got the little baby out. face. I had let it grow out for a little bit to be a granddaddy for a little bit. But now I'm a, a, I'm a zaddy now. I'm You're a little zaddy? zaddy? Now. I'm a zaddy now. I cut it off. I meant to get another haircut because now the white's growing back. You see the white. What's wrong with that? You used to give people a hair for shaving their face off. I don't care. You see, I still got the gray right here now. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> I still got the gray. Not in my hair. Now, Envy, Envy should be here because Envy, Envy That's why he's not here. Envy grayed all the way. He dying in his I think both of them avoided you today, to be honest with you. I think Envy. <laughs> 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 I wanted to see because I I could see in person like on camera yeah. all that all that look real but in person I wanted to see like is you got paint in your face boy no Envy don't look real on camera he don't look Envy real. got the worst paint job <laughs> in New York City yeah Envy grow his hair I don't know you know I want to bet Envy five thousand dollars Envy if you listen to this <laughs> I got five thousand dollars for you if you let your hair grow out till December who you think got a better paint job Envy Cali or Kevin Hart uh, Cali ain't no joke. <laughs> Cali, Cali boy, he super black. Like he used like Negro spiritual black. <laughs> well, let's talk about your special. This is your first special, right? Yeah, this is my first special, man. Like he cheating too. He ain't telling no jokes. Yeah, I told I told half jokes, half music, and I put a lot of people on. That's just what my comedy is. That's like that's why I see what what comedy is evolving into. It's like. Like a Vegas show. Like, that's what I do my show. My show is comedy, music, entertainment, and fun. And you had, uh, who on there? Pretty V on there? Pretty V on there. You know Jay Ski on there. Jay Ski on this there. Thing. Um, Brisha. Brisha Webb. She showed love. Navi Green. Nard Hostin. He on there. So I got, I got not only I, I did my thing, I put a lot of people on there, too, to show love. And even though comedians have always been doing records, you got every comedian trying to make a song now. Yeah, Even the white so I've ones. I've been inspiring the wrong shows. people. I've noticed uh -huh. with, that, with making music, but I mean, it is what it is. If it's making you, if it's making you feel good and and you having a good time with it, do it. You know, that's what I did. I didn't do it to to blow up. I did it because I loved to doing it. Just so happened that song stuck. But you always been making music, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've been doing it. That's how I got in the comedy game. I mm -hmm. was a musical mm -hmm. comedian. When I first started, they told me that wasn't comedy. 
Now look, everybody doing it. Yeah. What you been doing during the pandemic other than pissing people off, man? Living my best life per usual. I didn't change too much because what I do, I, I I was damn near like that before the pandemic. Well, pissing people off, we know. Well, that, but at the same time, the way I live, the way I move. Yeah. I, I always used to wear a mask even before this because I used to like to move around and just <laughs> go around so people didn't know who I was, but... Ain't nothing changed for me. Yeah. I had a great time. Like, I mean, of course, with the lives that passed, but at the same time, in my mind, like I told you when we used to be on the phone, if it was as bad as they said it was, we was going to die. So I, that's how I had it in my mind. So in my mind, it was like, hey, man, if it's going to be this bad, I'm going to live my best life like my man Kool-Aid did. And that's what I did. Yeah, you called call Duval. Did you, get, did you get COVID? I probably caught that thing about two, three times. <laughs> you did have it, though. Yeah, I had it. I mean, we all had it. I think everybody, anybody that told you they didn't, you don't realize somebody had it until after you told them you had it. You're like, yeah, I had it, too. <laughs> I think all when we was all in Anguilla, I think all of us had it. I think we all caught it in, in Anguilla. That's messing right. around with Charlamagne on New Year's. Somebody, everybody was sick. I ain't going to say their name, but somebody was sick as f*** at that goddamn... Everybody um, was sick. At that, at that party <laughs> we had in New Year's. <laughs> Everybody was sick, and I, 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 I was the most sickest before the even Corona. They even acknowledged it. Like I was messed up like that January. Yeah. And then afterwards, I got messed up again. Then I got messed up again. Then I got messed. Hey, up. so you caught it three times Damn. for real? I think every time I catch a cold, I think I got Corona. But you've been between Florida and Georgia, so it's a good possibility. Nah, we immune down there. Did you know anybody that died? Like, yeah, a couple people. I'm I talking about in that area. Like you saw them partying one week. Nope. Damn. Nope. I mean, I do know some people that. That got messed up from it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like my man, I know my man got messed up from it, but we lived through it, man. Yeah. Are there any permanent changes you feel like you would make in life since the pandemic? Because obviously things have changed somewhat, even if it's not as drastic as it is in other places. Is there anything that you're like, mm, do this differently from now on? No. <laughs> <laughs> if I would, I'd be lying because I'm programmed how I am. I'm gonna live like this. I'm gonna die like this. Well, th there's somebody in the room that won't argue with you, man, because you know uh -oh. that tweet you put out where you said men over thirty shouldn't have other men over thirty. His roommates really stung his soul. Who? Dramos. You a roommate? Nah, I, used to, <laughs> I, 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 I did it until, until recently. Hit dogs be hollering. Man. Uh, let me tell you, man. Honestly, I was just tweeting. I did not know it was gonna affect people like this, especially men. Because usually when you talk about men, we just laugh and move on. But this resonated so hard in y'all soul. I didn't know it was that many thirty-year-old roommates. Because times is hard out here, man. People mm -hmm. got it ain't hard out here in the south because they getting that PPP loan. That's, That's true. Y'all need to get a PPP loan. But y'all boys. Been out here shacking up, man, for financial reasons, man. Yeah, and see what made me see that? I knew with my homeboy, they was down in Miami stunting. Yeah. But they roommates. So you was yeah, on one person. I was <laughs> on one person. That's usually how all my tweets be. They be one person and everybody else take them personal. Stop taking my tweets personal in your own personal life. Can Dramos defend himself? I want to hear Go ahead and defend yourself. I don't care, but go ahead. I mean, because I think y'all are old, so you don't understand what it's like. How old are you? Oh, oh, from the bottom. 30. You ain't, you old too. Anything after 30 is old Listen, young people. But, but I grew up in a different generation, bro. Jobs don't pay what they used to. Cities are expensive as hell to live in. And first of all, y'all make it sound like some sort of gay shacking up. Jamas, Jamas, Jamas. We did not say nothing like that. We did not say nothing like that. It is shacking up, that's a full-fledged relationship, Man, for real. No, it is not. Yes, it, it is. is. Crazy, it is. In the South, yes, if you live is. with somebody for more than three years, it's common law marriage. Yeah, it's common law marriage. Your roommate can't 
can't kick you out. You know that, right? Your roommate can't really kick you out, really. I mean, legally, they can't kick you out. Y'all together, man. I'm giving you some advice just in case you shack up again. Bro, if me and my former roommate were dating, y'all two are definitely dating. What you mean? We don't ever live together. You spent New Year's together on vacation together? Yeah, okay. With family and friends. Let me tell you this, Mr. Hold up, hold up. Let me tell you this. Go ahead. We ain't mad what you said, though. You got offended. I didn't get offended. You got offended. Let me tell you how you offended, because we're talking about it now. I was over. Let me, I didn't even realize y'all was offended till the next day. Uh, and I went back on Twitter. I was like, oh, they mad. I did not know. Like, it ain't that serious. Don't take nothing I say that serious. Dramas. What? Dramas, you should have just led with. You know, I just purchased a home recently. I did. So I did. But that's what so I'm why saying. is it that, hey, hey. If, if that's what why you, you telling at me? All right, if it make you feel better, <laughs> I had a roommate in my 20s. Okay. For a couple years. And like, you know, I lived with like, my mom at 32. Like, if it make you feel better, like, it's not that serious. I'm not upset. I'm not hurt. This by is why it's so hard to tell Joe, because they want to <laughs> yeah. every f***ing joke you do. And the only thing I say is, it's nothing wrong with two men living together, but they got to have two bathrooms. You can't share one Y'all bathroom. Y'all share the bathroom? Bro, you know, you don't, you see, have, you lived in, have you ever lived in New York City? That's what move? Like everybody else. <laughs> Move like everybody else that got sense. Atlanta is booming right now. You can't find a house in Atlanta because everybody with sense is moving down south. Like, certain stuff, if you can't afford it, move. I saved my money and I bought a house, so I was smart about it. What I'm saying is you got a lot of people that, uh, and listen, it's a joke, it's a joke. I'm not really offended by it. But a lot of people, oh, a lot of people do feel upset about You see how he moved like, on from that sharing that stuff. toilet with that uh -huh. Right? He yeah, moved on. Did, did you share a toilet? <laughs> what that got to do with anything? But did you share a toilet? But what does that have to do with anything? You got a house now, so it don't matter. Now, this is your come up story. And like, he told me behind the scenes story. how uncomfortable it was. Everybody got a come up story. Yeah. He told me he told me, he told me he sat on the toilet seat after his homeboy one time and it was warm. He was like, that was the only time it was real uncomfortable. Yeah, I sit on the same toilet. <laughs> have you never used a public I've restroom? never used, no, whenever, in the last 20 years, I've used my own toilet. <laughs> I never, another man has never sat on my toilet. Bro, as much as you travel, you never Another sat. man has never sat on my toilet. Not even in my hotels. Ask Jay Ski. They gotta go to a whole nother room if they gotta pee. I don't blame Even them. if they gotta pee? Even if they gotta pee. Nah, be just peeing everywhere. That is true. You, like, wow. I know what I do, so I know what they gonna do. <laughs> I don't let no man take a shower in my shower. I have a question. I have a question. Why do guys pee on the toilet seat and not put it up and not pee in the toilet? Because if it ain't your toilet, you don't care. <laughs> I try. Even when I'm aiming, my wife will complain sometimes, about his pee like, on the floor. Sometimes, after you sometimes the pee go everywhere. So, yeah. So, you know. All right, we got more with little Duval when we come back. Let's get into his joint smile. Be up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with little Duval. Charlemagne? Now, I want to ask you some stuff you be asking people on Twitter, man. Oh, Lord. What's, what's the dumbest shit you ever did for a woman you loved and now you regret it? Bought everything. I bought them everything and let them <laughs> keep it after we break up. Like what? They leave with a great severance package. <laughs> <laughs> You can't take stuff. You can't take gifts back. That's, you know. Like, but after a while, you be like, damn, I shouldn't have gave her that shit. What's the most expensive thing you bought? Tiffany ring, uh, a house, a cars. A house? You bought somebody a you house? You left a woman with a house? You ain't never tell me that one now. We'll talk Sheesh. later. A house? <laughs> we'll talk later. Dramas. She still Dramas. living it? Dramas. We'll talk later, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk later, man. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Y'all won't get that juice. God damn. We'll talk later, but I ain't mad at nothing. Was it like, was it like a nice house? You ain't finna get none of that tea. A modular show? home? <laughs> I, got, I got a show coming out living my best life. I talk about it on the show. Y'all watch it. It's on pay-per-view right now. It's an all-black. All black. It's an all black network too. I went all black. Oh, so, so y'all Bob can't Johnson. say I'm not supporting all black. I went all black on my first special, so support it. What about um? Somebody kidnapped your old lady and held her for a hundred thousand dollar ransom. What you doing? She held. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell you talking about? You're not gonna pay for your old lady, I'm gonna give man. Her a post. We, I'm gonna give her a deep post with a caption. <laughs> Give a deep post with a caption and act like I just missed it. I'm like, man, I was just about to send the money. Yeah, but she gone. How you gonna ask people the question? But you, that's your answer for real? Yeah, I asked it. They could have gave that answer too, but that's my answer. Damn. You know what it is? Me and my old lady talked about it. Like, if, you know what it is, right? If we go to one of these countries, they, they kidnap you. <laughs> you kidnap. <laughs> well, you say. He, what if they had Charlotte? What if they had Charlemagne for ransom for a hundred thousand? I give them five thousand. We gotta negotiate five thousand. <laughs> I got five thousand for you, man. Ain't nobody getting past past ten. My daughter, that's it. Okay, what about when you said um a lot of these niggas got a sugar daddy too? Who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I got a new show called Live My Best Life. <laughs> special, first special ever. Shout out to throw me under this. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Won't happen. Won't happen. It feels like he knows, it feels like he knows the answer already. Oh. <laughs> oh, I talk about it on my special. That's okay. Listen, I don't think there's nothing wrong with having a sponsor, man. You call him a sugar daddy. I call him a sponsor, man. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Who, who I'm talking about, Charlotte, man? <laughs> what made you put stars in your priest? <laughs> <laughs> now you want to switch this. <laughs> oh. Listen. Uh, but for real, you did put stars in the Prius. Yeah, man, to let these niggas know it's going to be a hot boy summer. See the boys up. <laughs> and this is why I don't like interviewing with, with my friends, man. They don't never do right. No, I just asked a question, man. Why are you sweating? Because it's hot in here. You got on, I'm trying to figure out why you not sweating and you got leather pants on. Hey, because it's my special pants. Like my, just, my stand-up <laughs> special. My stand-up special oh, wow. pants. Nick, you see him? You know, every comedian wear leather. <laughs> I didn't wear special. I was I wondering. Wanted, I wanted to be like the Rat Pack. Man, them <laughs> hot as hell. And nah, they feel good. We up. It's still cold up here in, in New York. Like, I don't know why y'all still up here, but <laughs> y'all are the only two that's <laughs> left up here. Shit, you might be right. You, I'm up, I'm up. Everybody else down in Atlanta. Uh, you ain't here. I'm in Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos. NBA ain't here. I don't know where the hell NBA at. I done told Charlamagne this a thousand times. Why don't y'all buy something in the islands like, like me? I done told y'all this a thousand times. I plan to. Think about how much you done spent vacationing. I'm and already, I'm out here looking. And nine times out of ten, is just going to the Caribbeans. And all the Caribbeans is the same on each island. So just pick an island so, that you like the most and buy something. My thing is trying, trying to figure to out my if I want to... <laughs> if I want to buy land and build something or if I want to buy something that's already either way do one or the other it depends yeah. on how much time you got if you got a lot of time because we deal with islanders they slow as hell so if you got a lot of time then build something but if you don't just buy something damn you, you gonna be doing seminars soon man no I ain't no I'm not that I'm not envy <laughs> you need to it's gonna be DJ Envy Lil Duval and Flippin' MJ Flippin' MJ <laughs> MJ my size now <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I lost 62 pounds with <laughs> I lost 62 pounds with flipping engine. I feel it looked like a new man. He renovated his body. Before I sold houses, I was nothing. Not looking at me. <laughs> Oh, here's another one. Here's another one you tweeted. Have you ever taken your advice and said mid argument, I see why your ex broke up with you? Too? Yeah, I do that all the time. You because you you never know. Like you try to hear their point of view, and then you be like, you know what? After like two weeks of hearing that, you're like, you know what? I can definitely see where they're coming from. Damn. And then you stop. You stop answering their call. How did your old I man... got a friend like that right now. And you ain't, I see where you're going, Charlamagne. It don't work on me, Charlamagne. What are you talking about? I see where you go. It's not going to work. I just going to ask. I what, see where it's what going. What would a woman I say? I know all your tactics because we practice them the day before on other people. It's not going to work. Move on to the next tweet. I'm really just trying to get you to tell one story, you know, man. That's so happen. funny, it man. It ain't going to happen. Nope. I Be direct. What's the story? What's the story? Hopefully Be direct. It's living my best life. Hopefully he put it in a special right or something. <laughs> It won't be in this special. It'll be in the special like 10 I'll years tell you from this. Now. It's the funniest little Duval story of all time. <laughs> and that says a lot. Man, whatever you were what smoking you got decide? me coughing. You high already? Hell what? yeah. I wish I could smoke on this show. What the hell was you smoking? Nope. Good. Don't do it. Good. What made you, dis- what made you decide? Have anybody to... smoked on here yet? Snoop. Yes. Okay. So Ray Schmerman. Ray Schmerman lit up in there. Yeah. I'm going to let Ray Schmerman get over me. I can see Snoop. But Ray, bro? <laughs> Ray? Hey. That's fucked up, bro. I think they just did it, though. I'll tell you what happened. Charlemagne told told them it was okay for them to smoke, even though it wasn't. That's what happened. Ain't nobody ever asked. Can I smoke? I don't care. (laughs) I don't got nothing to do. I mean, listen, I'm saying I don't know the rules, though. I don't care. It it turned into a, you know the rules, and it turned into a whole big thing. It did? Yes, it did. Oh, y'all popping now. You can do it the you want to do now let me ask you this what made you decide to do a special after all this time right because i'm sure you had other opportunities to do some but what made you decide now is the right time because i thought other things were more important at the time you know what i'm saying like and i mean specials are always going to be there but at the same time specials are like albums now Mm -hmm. and do people really care about albums like that anymore Depends who it is. Yeah, it depends yeah. on who it is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so I wanted to get to a point where I was one of the that it depends on who it was. What is your favorite stand-up special though that you've seen? I don't watch none of them. I really don't. You, you watch Bill Burr? I did, but I didn't even watch all that. But okay. the part I did watch, I like watching people that just don't give a like me. But see, the difference is they they on a whole nother level too. He had a point. That's where every comedian want to be at a point where no matter what you say, they don't care. Yeah, and I feel like I'm at that on, in my in my world, but I want to be at that in all worlds. I think that's impossible nowadays. I think even if they know you to be that, they are gonna still find ways to be offended. That's the thing, right? To be yeah. able, if you you can say whatever it is you want to say, you just got to be able to deal with whatever the backlash. And is. I feel like I'm like that because I'm so immune and scorned to it just just from being on social media. Me and you all, the ain't nobody been through more stuff than me and you. I get yeah. canceled every month. Yeah, it's, it's so I'm so immune to the bull. It's it's almost like I'm scorned from it. Yeah. I don't even notice when I'm being, being, uh, I running. don't even be over there. People be hitting me like, you know, they're going in on you. I'm like, for real? All right, we got more of a little Duval when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with little Duval. Yee. You see, they're upset about Prince Charming now. No, nah, what happened? And, um, bring me up on game. You know how. How he kisses, um, he did not, she did not give consent for Prince Charming to kiss her and wake her up, Sleeping Beauty. 
So now they're trying to say that's wrong. <laughs> it's not okay to kiss a woman. Oh, you talking about Sleeping Beauty or Snow You're White? You talking about the real, the real, the real yes, movie. Man. It, oh, wait, is it Snow White? It? The, the, oh, who is it? I'm going to show it to the, you. Um, the Disney. Um, yes, man. So... <laughs> So that's a charge now. <laughs> yes, man. And y'all wonder why I won't tell no more stories about back in the day in Daytona. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Disneyland's new Snow White ride criticized for including Prince Charming's non-consensual kiss. Snow White okay, was dead. Snow White. The kiss brought her back to life. She didn't ask for it, though. <laughs> <laughs> They saying that about CPR. You sent me something early, so you can't do CPR. Those people, people that get mad like that, I be wanting to sit there and talk to them, like person, not what they post. I want to sit there and ask them questions. And if you talk to them, they'll realize it really ain't that big of a deal. Yeah. They just they just need something right. to talk to. Like, but what they don't realize but, is okay. big enough to society to care about it more. You care about something that's not really a big deal. And it makes the society feel like it's a bigger deal. And now we make it a big deal because now people's emotions get evolved in and then it's not that like yeah, in my bro. in my mind I be thinking how privileged do you that the only thing you got to complain about in your life is, is whether or not are. Prince Charming's kiss was consensual with Snow White. By the way, it's way worse things than Snow White. By the way, it's way. I don't want people talk forget about Snow it right. Snow don't White. Don't talk about it on this show because somehow it's gonna correlate to what no, we're I'm doing. No, I'm just Snow White. Mama <laughs> died during the childbirth. Hmm. Nobody want to talk about the maternal death rate. Nobody want to talk about Revenge of the Nerds movies. No, we definitely want to talk about that. <laughs> no, no. You see what no. I'm saying? Let's move on. Now, would you fight Floyd Mayweather for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars? You tweeted that too. Hey, man, I let him knock my jaw off for two fifty. That's all. Nah, meal. I need a meal. Oh, Joe Cinco getting a meal to fight? He is. Yeah, he fighting under the undercard. On the undercard. Who he fighting? I don't know. He don't, we fight. don't know I'll yet. I fight him for a meal. I fight Ocho Cinco for a meal. Ocho, you want to fight? That's going to be a short-ass fight. I don't care. Hey, y'all keep playing with boxing, though. One punch a can kill you. short-ass fight. Thank you. I <laughs> should be on my Living My Best Life tour. <laughs> One punch can kill you if you get hit the wrong way, bro. Not if you know how to fall. <laughs> Man, I get people to watch. You going to let them hit you? Man, I, I know how to fall. What happens is it be the second hit and the third hit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But that yeah. first hit, boy, ain't nobody going to spin like I spin. <laughs> Trust me. Put a couple M's in there. Put a couple M's and throw some of them um, coins that everybody buy. Bitcoin. Yeah. Throw some, throw some of them crypto coins. And, and Dooge and, what is it, Dougie, Dougie Howard? I with Do What is it? Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Those some of them in there and I'm ready to fight. I'm going to go run a couple laps and do a couple <laughs> swimming. Get my body right. <laughs> How much time I got? When the fight? It's in Miami in June. Oh, nah, it's deep. Oh, yeah, we're going to be. Oh. You don't have time. You got to get more preparation. I think you already got an opponent, though. Who, Ocho Cinco? Yeah, 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 I yeah. yeah. But nobody want to see you in I think he didn't announce it yet. Nobody don't want to see Mayweather in, mm -hmm. in uh, what is it? No, Logan I'm not watching Perry, it. I'm um, definitely Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Like yeah, Paul yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is how bored entertainment has got. <laughs> Damn, ain't like, it? <laughs> really watching Mayweather and Logan Paul. Or, is it Logan Paul? Logan Paul. That let the audience know, like, we really slow as an audience because this is all that we see as entertainment. That's why Charlamagne always tell me I work too hard. Yes. Because it's like, it's <laughs> too easy to make money entertaining now. Like, you ain't even got to have that much sense. And I be overthinking this shit and, come, and then you see somebody do nothing and they make millions, so. And you on there, you on your Living My Best I'm Life special, here, I'm sweating. I'm sweating, <laughs> working during the pandemic, trying to make people happy, still on the road. Dancing, dancing singing, tap dancing. Got a I had a band. <laughs> I had pyro and everything coming out by the 
By the eighth show, I was like, man, cut that shit out, man. <laughs> you had pyro too? Man, I had all that shit when I first started that too. I was like, man, boy, I'm finna That's go. That's expensive. Yeah, I realized that by the by the sixth, seventh show. Did you make any money? Hell no. I ain't make, that's another thing. What? <laughs> man, I made less money on that tour than I made just, just before it. Hold on, so wasn't the tour sponsored? No, we went half. <laughs> No. That's what happens when you do independent. You yeah, know? But yeah, I was yeah. cool with it. Like, I really enjoyed the tour. The fact that I did my own tour and we did all those cities and they was all sold out. I was mm -hmm. just happy to do that. And, like, I could say I did my own tour. So. And you said, F I mean, I didn't go broke off of it, but the fact that I took everybody on tour that was down with me from day one, that was gratifying in itself. Did they make any money? Yeah, they made probably more than me. Damn, and you still ain't going to do no album. Yeah, I'm going to do an album. Matter of fact, I'm going out to what's name. And we're going to work on some new music now. I'm going out to um, the Bay Area now after I leave here. Who, who, who's what's the name? With me and Clay, we're going out there. <laughs> that is. Okay. Going I see what you're trying to go. <laughs> <laughs> Special Live My Best Life Special. Where can they watch it, man? Pay-per-view, and it's on all deaf. I mean, all black. All black. A-L-L-B-L-K. <laughs> And you can watch it on pay-per-view. The video uh, on demand. Yeah, on demand. And it's available right now. It's available right now. <laughs> All right, it's Lil Duval. It's The Breakfast Club. <laughs> we in this together. Coming up in 10 minutes, yeah. we got a classic donkey of the day. Who that is? It's The Breakfast Club. Hello. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Peace to the planet. I go by the name of Charlemagne the God. And this year has been tough on everybody's mental health. Gentle Mind is here to help. Gentle Mind has developed an innovative new tool for groundbreaking insights into your unique genetic predispositions. Go to mentalhealthmap.com to be empowered on your mental health and well-being. Hey, listen, if you hear me talking to you right now, that means I'm not really here. Okay, we're on vacation. It's a best of show, but, you know, donkey of the day. I remember 10 years ago when I started this segment, um, I said that I hope that one day, you know, it'll grow to be a legendary you know, radio segment. It's still not up for me to say that, but we've had some pretty good ones. Okay, they say this one is a classic. Here you go. You get donkey of the day, you do dumb ass. You get donkey of the day, you do dumb ass. You are. You know what we're here for. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? I'm so exhausted this morning. Donkey of the day goes to the new and first blackhead coach of the University of North Carolina, Hubert Davis. First of all, Congratulations, Hubert Davis, on getting the drop the job. Okay, drop on the clues bombs for Hubert Davis. All right, that is a very prestigious position for anyone to be in. But I know for a brother like Hubert Davis, who is a North Carolina native, uh, a brother like Hubert Davis, who actually played for the University of North Carolina, a brother like Hubert Davis, who's been an assistant coach at North Carolina since 2012. I know Tar Heel Blue means more to him than most. So salute to that king, okay? You deserve it, you earned it, and I truly wish you much success. Drop on the clues, bombs with Hubert Davis once again. Now let's discuss why we are all gathered here today. Hubert Davis had his first news conference since being named as head coach in North Carolina, and it's a historic moment, right? We just had Bishop T.D. Jakes on speaking about his new book, Don't Drop the Mic, and how the power of your words can change the world. So in a historic moment, 
like Hubert Davis' first news conference and being named head coach. I'm expecting Hubert Davis to bring it and inspire young black boys and girls around the world and, and, and make us all proud to be black. In moments like this, we have to remember what the late, great Nipsey Hussle said. The highest human act is to inspire. Okay, in moments like that, when you're the first black anything, but especially the first black head coach of the University of North Carolina, you got to show your black ass. Okay, you have to stand up there in all your melanated glory and let the world know that it is a privilege to be black and simultaneously scold these institutions and organizations for taking so damn long. Now, for the most part, Hubert Davis did that. Okay, he spoke to the significance of being the first black head coach in UNC history. He spoke to being one of the few black Division I head coaches all around the country. But at some point in the conversation, it went left. Or maybe it went white. I mean, right. Oh, hell, just play the audio. It's significant that I'm African-American and I'm the head coach here. Um, I know that in terms of Division I head coaches all around the country, only 26% of the head coaches for Division I men's basketball are compromised by minorities, specifically African-Americans. I know that it is significant that I'm the fourth African-American head coach in any sport in the history of the University of North Carolina. I'm very proud to be African-American, but I'm also very proud that my wife is white. And I'm very proud that my three beautiful, unbelievable kids are a combination of both of us. Did they ask him that? No, they did not. That, I miss, was, I that I was unprompted. Him. Did I miss him? Hubert, what the hell was that? What the hell was that, <laughs> Hubert? Say it backwards, Leonard. Hubert, that was hell the what? I'm happy that you are proud of your white wife, but what in the what does her skin color have to do with anything we are talking about right now? Does she have a name? <laughs> What's her name, Hubert? I'm sure that she would have preferred and appreciated a shout out by her full name over being labeled the white wife that you're proud of. Now, when she now when she walks into Dean E. Smith Center next season for basketball, that's how people are going to see her. There goes Hubert Davis with his white wife. Let me tell you something, Hubert Davis. You let Dr. Umar Johnson down. I appreciate you and I love you, but you are no use to me with that white woman on your arm. No, Umar, stop. Whoa. Umar, stop Whoa. now, Umar. We're not doing that. Let's talk to this brother with love. Personally, I don't have a problem with interracial marriage or interracial relationships. Love is love, right? It should be. But when you hear brothers like Hubert Davis say things like, you know, I'm proud to have a white wife. Play the clip, just that one little clip. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. When you hear brothers like Hubert Davis say things like this, it's like, do you love her? Are you just proud to have a white wife? I mean, when you love someone, the benefits of loving someone is just that, it's love. You love a person, emotionally, sexually, you love their personality, you just love them. But Hubert, you make me feel like you with your wife for status. It's hard to act like there isn't an element of status in your interracial marriage when you went out of your way to randomly tell the world in a press conference about you being the first black head coach of UNC, speaking to the significance of that, and you just randomly, out of the goddamn Tar Heel blue, decided to tell us you proud to have a white wife. Not I love my wife and whatever her name is. I don't even know her name. Okay, not I love my wife and whatever her name is. You said I'm proud to have a white wife. I mean, I'm proud to have a black queen, but only because of brothers like you who I feel having internalized racist view of white people as superior not just as people but clearly as partners okay hubert you know you are powerful and you have status because you are hubert davis not because you are married to a white woman what kind of virtual signaling were you doing 
Did you put a TS in the air like a bat signal and the TS stands for Taylor Swift? Were you trying to convince those white people in North Carolina that you're not one of them? That you wanted the good Negroes who love white people so much and you're proud to be married to one? Hubert, you got the job already. You don't have to conform and make white people feel comfortable anymore. Clearly, you and the work you put in are enough. We have to realize that, you know, you didn't get that job because you kissed white ass. You got that job because your black ass is qualified. Okay, play the Hubert clip again, just the proud of my wife part, please. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. Why does that line make me feel like this? Why do I hear this song when I hear that line? The ooh, I, ooh, I love my wife. Yeah. I love my wife. Yeah. Let's go write a bye. Yeah. With my wife. Yeah. My wife's real young. My wife's real small. Let's go yeah. to the beach and play with a beach ball. Praise Jesus, mm. God, and my wife. Let's go to the beach and ride a bike. Ooh, I love yeah. my wife. I love my wife. That's Ooh, how I, I felt. That's how I felt when I heard that line. Mm -hmm. We could put a little stink on it. Let's put a little stink on it. That's a, put a little remix on it. Let me hear. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. Ooh, I love my wife. Mm -mm. I love my wife. My wife is white. Ooh, I love my <laughs> wife. I love my wife. My wife is white. Literally. <laughs> wow. I have nothing else to say here, and neither does Dr. Umar. Love who you are, and then you can talk to me. Negro with a white woman, you can't talk to me. <laughs> Dr. Umar, stop! Dr. Umar, stop! Jesus Christ. Bro. Please let Remy Ma give Hubert Davis the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. You dumb. Who let Dr. Umar in here? I don't know. Jesus. That was aggressive. Christ. Can we hear that song one more time, though? Which one? <laughs> Which one you want now? You want the one with some mayonnaise on it? Give him the one with some mayonnaise on go. it, Dramos. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. Ooh, I love my wife. I love my wife. My wife is white. Ooh, I love my wife. I love my wife. My wife is white. Literally. Literally. I gotta learn how to say that. Literally. Literally. Make sure Dr. Has he clarified anything yet? Or... Um, I haven't heard Has anything. Has he said anything? I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything. All right. If he Literally. was like, I just was nervous. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Literally. All right. Well, up next. Cool alert. Well, Doctor Umar, get out of here. <laughs> what the? Hell? This guy is crazy. He just comes out of nowhere. What is up with this guy? All right. Jesus. Now don't go anywhere. You're listening to the best of the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Danny. What's your question for you, bro? I got a question about um, sex toys. What would she recommend mm -hmm. about me and my lady are trying to spice some things up? Now, Ye, I think you need to take a step back and let Envy handle this one. <laughs> okay well have you I think it's also a process like different people like different things like what do you like done to you um I want to explain I like some anal play with her from her <laughs> butt plugs um whoa whoa, like, whoa, whoa. okay like, 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 I have my headphones on what's going on <laughs> alright so let's, hey, let's talk right about you're right on time Envy let's talk about some we open the back door you for you use. come on in <laughs> so have you guys ever used um, anal beads? Um, on her, yes. So you want to use on you too, though? Not necessarily me. My focus is her. 
Okay. Um, a lot of people now. Let me tell you, my uh, lip service, uh, the womanizer, gets a lot of rave reviews. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay, so the Womanizer is a great toy that you guys can use in the bedroom for her. And it's like a, it massages the clitoris, it vibrates. A lot of people like that one. Uh, they also have one that's a sucking vibrator for women. So it has a lot of suction on that. So you can try that one as well. Um, for yourself, you know they have the ring. I don't know if I can say the word, but it rhymes with lock. But a lock yeah. ring that you can put around your the base of your penis. Have you tried that? Yes. Okay, so you've already experimented with a lot of toys. What about yes, bullets? Have you yes. ever used a bullet? I have not used bullets. I was pretty much just looking for brand names, but I look up the womanized you talk about. Yeah, I, I also want to recommend that you guys try the bullet. You could use that on you and on her, but they're like these little tiny vibrators. They look like bullets. And you can, you know, put those inside of you and have them vibrate. So it's like a little tiny cute uh, sex toy that you can use. Bullet, bullet. Okay, great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tell me what else. I want to know what you guys have used already. <laughs> um, Pretty much just the basic dildos, like the double-ended dildos, um, my regular vibrators. Pretty much just the base, base stuff you find at your local sex shop. Okay, so you want to uh, move things up a notch. Pretty much. Yes. Do you guys do any type of um, sadomasochism or any type of fetish and dress ups or anything like that? No, not it's that. Did some uh, karma sutra type thing, but no, no role play or no fetishes. Well, you guys should try to move into that. And maybe what about handcuffs or tying her mm -hmm. up or tying you blindfolds, like, little simple like things like that. Blindfold. Yes. yes. And then using okay. like a feather. Very much. Yes. All right. Sounds like y'all are kind of advanced. So, you know what I recommend? Going to one of those sex toy shops and mm -hmm. actually seeing what they have there. And they have a lot of experts in the store that can walk you through some things. And that can be really fun, too, for y'all to go in together and try some new things. Okay. We'll do that. We'll do that. Yeah. And, Thank you much. And, I was, and a lot of people are trying this whole glory hole thing right now, too. So, you could try that. No, 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 no. That's dangerous. <laughs> no, I mean, y'all do it with each other at home, you know? Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, we'll look Not with a stranger. Yeah. Okay, good luck. All right, thank you, thank you. Have some fun. Always. All right, that's Ask You. See, we can answer your questions about anything, and there is no shame in anything you have to say. All right, Ask Ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This big guy. What's up? What's up, DJ Envy? What's up, bro? <laughs> Charlemagne the God. Peace, King. You clapping your hands? What are you doing, man? What's, what's your question for you, bro? Amazing. You wake me up. You make me go goddamn sleep in the closet when I get to work. Shut up. Don't tell nobody anything. Now, let's talk business, Angela Yee. Let's talk. Okay. Topic of my, my subject is accepting money from an ex. Are you ready? Mm -mm -mm. I'm ready. I know. It's, okay. It's like eating a whole bowl of spaghetti and waking up in the morning and having to use the bathroom all day long. So that's <laughs> how I feel. Check this out. She, I am in a situation, okay? It is a living arrangement. It is a sexual expectation fantasy. Ooh, we all wrapped in one. But I'm getting feelings, Angela Yee. 
Okay, so y'all not together. You're just roommates. We roommates slash sex buddies slash sex club, you name it. We doing it. But not, but not in a relationship. We play with each other in different conversations. Okay? It's, it's complicated. I'm, it's very complicated. But not, okay, but not in a relationship, right? Are you in a relationship? Yes or no? No. Okay, now continue. She called her, uh, she called me one day. She said, hey, look, Big Al, uh, what you doing? I say, I'm, I'm working. She said, I want you to, uh, all right, I'll call you back. Next thing you know, I call her 20 minutes later. I said, what's up? She's like, I just come back from my ex house. I said, what the? She said, yeah, I just came back from my ex house. He gave me some blase money. He gave me a couple, you know, a couple bills. I'm like, okay. What the hell is you going over his house for? Why do you even need money? You make more money than I do. Now, she tells me that she did it because she didn't think it was going to be no problem with me. She just wanted some extra change in her pocket. Why you ain't say nothing? I could have donated plasma. What the hell? Mm -hmm. Well, here's the confusing part. That's not your girl. So, legally, she can do anything she wants to do. your problem and it sounds like you need to have a conversation with her maybe she's testing you maybe she's telling you that to see how you react because you're not trying to lock it down if you're not with me if you're not my man i can do whatever i want we've never had that discussion do you do other things too i'm the director i need a damn camera (laughs) but do you do other do you do you mess with other chicks too absolutely absolutely so what are you mad about? Y'all not even in a relationship. Doesn't this sound hypocritical to you? We got we got this. It's amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. It causes. Well, it causes, yes. It's hard sir, to y'all are both single. Y'all are both single. Yes. What's the problem? But, yes, but no. <laughs> we have we have rules. We can't break rules. So the rule is that she can't get money from her ex. Well, no. So no, she didn't do anything wrong. Sounds like you're having your own ego issues and it's more something that you need to check. Now, if that was your girl, I would say that's an absolute no. But because you're messing with okay, other women. Okay. okay, say if it was my girl, how can I break that down to her that that's not cool? Well, sir, there's steps to this. First, she has to be your girl for your... She probably wouldn't have done that if you guys were in a relationship. Uh, right? Okay. So, you got to figure out what you want to do and have that conversation. You can't be mad at her for going to her ex for anything. She could have slept with him, too. Hey, be mad at yourself. If your wife borrowed money from her ex-boyfriend, what would you say? If my wife... That's what I say. Oh, so you said my ex-wife. I ain't got an ex-wife, but if my my wife wouldn't be borrowing no money from my ex-boyfriend, my wife wouldn't be speaking to her ex-boyfriend. What are you talking about? Huh? What if your wife borrowed money from her ex-boyfriend and she didn't tell you about it until after she got the money? Hell no, that wouldn't happen. My wife don't talk to her ex-boyfriend. Sir, you cannot compare these two situations. That's not your wife. That's not even your girl. Yeah, that's not your girl. You don't even know that girl. You share that girl. She was in Atlanta this weekend. But if I'm giving her fellatio, she got to bow down sometimes, right? No, she don't. 
She never has to you bow down. You're not the only person giving her fellatio. She was in Atlanta this if, weekend. Mad dudes gave her fellatio this weekend. And if you're giving her fellatio, you're bowing down. But listen, my whole point is this. That's not your woman. You haven't had that discussion. And you just got to live with it. She could do whatever she wants. She could get banged if she wants to. Gee, she? She can. Hey, that, 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 that's going to be a little deep. That's deep. <laughs> so either, either try to lock it down and be a good man and you're messing with other women how do you think she feels uh, she likes it <laughs> I'm telling you it is some of the most weirdest type of poor hood type stuff going on up in Trump Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, this is what you signed up for, sir. She's she's doing her, you're doing you, and you guys are doing each other. Until you change the dynamics of that relationship, you don't call the shots. I can't I can't say nothing, huh? You really can't. You can Yeah, you have to take it, just like she is from other people. Ooh. What okay. is going on here, ye? <laughs> okay. All right. Goodbye, you sir. Can't have it both. You can't have it both ways. I thank you, Miss Yee. Don't go anywhere. Coming up, we got As C and E, and you're listening to The Best of The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Back up. Back up. Yo, you remember this? Check out this classic C and E moment. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We I'm- are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of As C and and, and, and let the record show uh, our our camera guy Nick and Dramos our board up said that we give terrible advice. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Big Rich. What's up, Rich man? What's your question for C and E? Here's my thing, man. I kind of got myself into a similar entanglement. Uh, maybe as this guy had described, I was at a truck stop and uh, we were talking about smoking, and you know, it was a little questionable to begin with there. But, uh, what happened now? <laughs> Wait a minute. You, you were at a truck stop with another guy. You were smoking weed, and then what happened? Well, what I thought was weed, yeah. I ended up getting a little bit more high than I thought. We went back to my rig. Oh, you found him attractive. Hold on. Let yep. me sit up for this one. Hold on now. <laughs> you said, you said, so you found yeah. him attractive? Yeah. Wait. Y'all, y'all went attractive? Attractive. Attract. You found him attractive? No, man. I, I'm going to get into detail, but I'm going to tell you that I woke up and I was entangled in the seatbelt. And uh, this was this was probably 24 to 32 hours later. This was an update New York that it had started. Oh, so you talking about the donkey the day I gave to Greg Kelly? So something like that happened yeah, to you? It basically, but my question would be is because I woke up and I felt weird. Everything smelled weird. Charlamagne, <laughs> am I responsible? What it smelled like? And do I, what it smelled like? I can't even. I can't. I can't even. I, don't, I can't even put these are, details are, on it. I feel so uncomfortable even recalling this situation. Are you responsible for what, sir? For what had happened, man. I felt like a different person. I, I well, first of all, so, I don't. I don't know what happened. Happened, but it sounds like you're implying that he was penetrated. This guy took advantage of you, and no, you're not responsible. If you got high with this person, and you know you were high, and you don't remember what happened, and he had sex with you, he raped you. Yeah. I don't know if there was any penetration or if he had just gone rooting around looking for something that maybe he thought he was going to found. Well, that's where it is. Am I responsible? Do I even want to think about this situation? No. All I know is I was tied up. I was wrangled. So when Bro. you woke up, what position were you in? Seriously, like what, what do you remember? You, did you wake up like... And you had to pick yourself up off your stomach. Like, was you on your back? Like, what was you? Where was you at? Were your pants down? Like, what happened? Yes. Uh, I mean, I had a shirt on, but the front of my head was in the cab, and my rear end was in the back seat. 
So the entire truck was a disaster. And you don't know who this guy is at all? No, I have no idea who it was. So he just... I was more confused, and I was so embarrassed about the whole thing. I told a couple of my buddies, but I've kind of become this running joke now. Yeah, you're not responsible for this, sir. What happened to you is not your responsibility. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. You were taking advantage for. If you could remember the guy's truck, I, I would definitely call the police. Yes. Um, because it's not right. And uh, clearly, I mean, this guy is out there doing this. Th- you, it's not funny. You were raped. Yes. And I think you need to call the police and get this guy arrested. And this guy has done this clearly before. Before, absolutely. You know he, what I mean? He was a professional. He had a plan, and uh, it wasn't weed. That's Damn. the only thing to look out for with this whole situation. Some people get funky. They want to get weird with it. They'll put whatever they can inside of that wrap. Yeah, you just smoke on it. Let me tell you something. I respect you. Yep. And the main reason I respect you is because you're telling this story. Uh, a lot of men don't tell this story you enough. Know. Stuff like this does happen to men. And, you know, we don't we don't take it as seriously as we should. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I'm super weird, bro. I just, I heard, I heard what you guys were talking about, and that was the first thing that popped up into my head. All right, well, you know, I would try to think about it. I definitely would go to the police station. Maybe somebody else has left a report like that that's similar to yours, and hopefully they can catch the person yeah. that uh, drugged you. Because I'm sure that, I'm sure it's more guys with just more stories. If he was sitting at a truck stop, he'd definitely be plotting on people. And it's not your fault, bro. It's, not, it's, yeah, it's definitely it's not, not your fault, fault, my guy. Well, I appreciate that. If you're ever upstate, stop in the Big Rick's small engine repair shop, and I'll probably give you a 10% discount depending on how I'm feeling that day, but... Appreciate All you, right, man. Tyler, man. You be good. Don't go doing anything I didn't do, okay? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, right, but I can guarantee you that I won't. Yeah. All right. yeah, you're a dirty dog. All right, then. It's not your fault. And if it does happen, you should go to the police because... Yes, uh, man or you, woman. You were raped. Absolutely. And it's not right. Um... Hopefully he gets the help. Hopefully he gets to the police station because I'm sure if this guy did it to him, I'm sure he's probably done it before. Because I think that a guy who does that to other guys, that's what he's banking on. He's right. banking on this dude will never tell. Right. You know he what feels I mean? Embarrassed. Absolutely. All right, we got more coming up next. Keep it locked. It's the best of the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. If summer is inspiring you to be a little bit healthier, Audible is a great help. Check it out for guided meditations, motivating podcasts, and audiobooks on fitness and nutrition. Get your first audiobook free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. Um, Please remember that people may not always tell you how they feel about you, but they will always show you. You just got to pay attention. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 